Good morning. Good morning. It's around 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Way too early to be upright unless you have insomnia. Unless you can't sleep, baby. Way too fucking early to be up. But but we're up, right? We're up. We're up right. We're upright and walking. Walking like monkey people. Walking like monkey men. Standing on two feet. Walking towards some future. It's 2.30 a.m. On March the 14th, 2023, Bo Blimp Doc. And it's, it's here in Utah, Mountain Standard Time, whatever the fuck that means. It means it's time to get up. If you have to be at work at 3 a.m. Yes, indeed, brothers and sisters, it is just after 2.30 a.m., and it is March the 14th, 2023, Bo Blimp Doc, and it's all kind of weird, right? It is year three of Bo Blimp Doc, well, technically year four now. Year three ended, you know, roughly about this time. Year four begins roughly about now. So this is the fourth year of Bo Blimp Doc. Oh my god. Silicon Valley Bank has all my hooker money. How will I get my hooker money back? What about my cocaine cash? That bank has all my cocaine. Nothing is as it seems. You think I'm a woodland hero searching for Bigfoot in the land of Nor? But I'm really a whiskey scout landlord holding nature captive to my cyanide nightmare. You think I'm some pimp daddy with 30 girly girls and 10 flashy cars? Do you think I drive around all night? Looking for action, 
looking for some poor sop too tired or drugged out to care. And I'd take that guy to the pier and beat him with rebar and steal his meth. Do, do you? Do you wonder? You can't really see the person inside. Weak and vulnerable and ready for cuddly love. Sure, I look scary. I look scary and angry and old and sick. But that's just the veneer covering up this leather-bound warrior. Willing to liberate your womanly pleasure zones and unscrew your buvula. There are dark places. There are dark places. There are dark places where you can hide your real face and hide the deeds. Old abandoned rest areas, poorly kept national parks, haunted Indian burial grounds, all prime for the great forgetting, baby. Yes, all prime for the great forgetting and reimagining of broken selves seeking chain store redemption. And is this true? Not everything is as it seems. A kind demon would punish those too bold for the truth and lead you into the mind maze of hell. You'd lose your baggage in those caves and live off of the cattle plans and bovine pleasure rods. A trip too deep for the timid, too far for those who lack necessary vision. And if you think you'll be okay because that demon gives you cocaine, nah, bro, you're just buried in lies. And the deeper you go, the more brazen the deceptions. Not everything is as it seems. Weird, weird, weird times we're in, brothers and sisters. Very strange. Here's a quote from Dr. Freckles, if you give a fuck. Psychiatry is a profession based on gaslighting. Now, what's a psychiatrist? What's a psychologist? What's a, what's a therapist? What's a counselor? You know, if you've got a counselor, you've got somebody sitting across from you, a therapist, a, a psychiatrist. They sit across from you and they listen to your shit. And maybe they're a Jungian or a Freudian or a cognitive behaviorist. I don't care. Maybe they follow some type of new agey gestalt. Maybe they're from Esalen. I don't give a fuck. But like Dr. Freckles said, psychiatry is a profession based on gaslighting. Now what does that mean exactly, brothers and sisters? I'm going to drink a little coffee here. <laughs> fuck you. Let's, let's read a simple definition of gaslighting. To manipulate someone using psychological methods into questioning their own sanity or powers of reasoning. But Dan, my therapist doesn't question my reasoning or 
you know, sanity or powers or whatever, powers of reasoning, blah, blah, blah. And my response to that is that every time you sit, sit across from a therapist that, you know, depending upon the type of therapist, they probably are questioning you, questioning your sanity without saying it, or they're just not even there. They don't give a fuck. They pretend to be there. And that's part of the gaslighting too. Here's an article from sciencealert.com published on the 24th of August, 2021 Boblimp Doc. So it's, you know, a little more than a year old here. Year and a half old, this article almost, really. Headline, a good life doesn't necessarily have to be happy. New psychology research shows, this is written by David Neald. What makes a good life and how do we measure it? These are questions as old as humanity itself with many potential answers. But a new study places the emphasis on living in a way that's psychologically rich. That richness is defined by experiences that are out of the ordinary, varied, complex, and perhaps most importantly, cause a shift in perspective for the person going through them. According to social psychologist Shigi Oishi from the University of Virginia and Aaron Westgate from the University of Florida, <laughs> their new study finds that some people, a psychologically rich life is more important to them than being happy or finding a sense of meaning. The two main areas that current psychological research tends to be concerned with when it comes to evaluating a good life. Unlike happy or meaningful lives, psychologically rich lives are best characterized by a variety of interesting or perspective. I'm going to stop right here. You can read this whole article yourself, but basically, it's basic. I'm going to summarize what this bullshit's saying because it's disturbing. It's basically saying that it's probably better to be in a concentration camp being tortured by Nazis than it is to be a mom or a dad. It's probably better to be captured by a serial killer and have a cattle prod shoved up your butt than it is to fall in love. It's probably better to be forced to be exposed to horrible, nasty snuff flicks than it is to, like, read a fucking poem. It's probably better to, like, be walking to the fucking grocery store to get a bag of potato chips and, you know, slip on some fucking ice and break your arm than it is to, I don't know, go for a walk with your dog on a nice day. This article is shit. It's true. Going through crazy shit can make you an interesting person. I I've read, you know, man's search for meaning and whatnot. I understand that going through terrible experiences can be, I don't know, in their own way, they can be character building. But how the fuck do you contend that these types of traumatic experiences, and let's get right down to it, a psychologically rich life is a gaslighting way of saying that it's better to suffer trauma than it is to experience love. That's the key fucking point here. It's better to be beaten and tortured and kicked around. It's like this little dog Boomer, the bone mouth Sharpay, the one that was rescued the one that was being tortured as a puppy to be a fighting dog. According to this bullshit paper, Boomer was better off being kicked and tortured and starved. He was better off being treated like crap and spray painted than he would have been being just loved. That's a psychologically rich life to be kicked and beaten and tortured. And so when I say, or rather, when Dr. Freckle says that psychiatry or psychology or therapy, these are the things of gaslighting, this is what we fucking mean. Maybe there's a psychologist or a therapist out there that doesn't fuck with people in such a wrenchingly terrible way, but this article's total fucking bullshit. I think it's better to have meaning. And I suffer from depression. I think it's better to have joy. And yeah, I can be really dark. I can be filled with ennui. 
and I'd rather have happiness. I'd rather walk a dog than see a fucking dog get tortured. Psychologically rich life. That is a nice way of saying that what the powers that be did to billions of people the last couple of years, that was psychologically rich. All this mind fuckery, all the psyops, all the bullshit, everything they've been doing, destroying small businesses, pushing people to suicide, convincing people who, you know, who suffer from late stage cancer or severe diabetes or heart disease or something else, convincing these people not to give a fuck, don't get treated, don't care. Because you're living a psychologically rich life to be okay with medically assisted suicide in Canada because it's a psychologically rich life to be okay with dropping cluster bombs in the Ukraine and on Russians and who the fuck knows in Syria because there's nothing more psychologically rich than going to a poor country where there are brown people and stealing all their shit. Yeah, there's trauma and PTSD. Probably shouldn't have killed that baby in that hut, right? But that's a psychologically rich life to drop a bunch of, you know, firebombs on poor people. That's pretty fucking rich. You know. You know, it's funny. Whenever an anarchist is talking to a statist, the, the statist or the voter will spin around the toilet bowl of their metaphysical reasoning, and then they'll end up at, well, why don't you just move to Somalia? Go to Somalia. Why don't, why don't you go to Somalia? Why don't you and your anarchist friends go to Somalia and set up your libertarian republic. But can I ask you something, you motherfucker, who's out there living that psychologically rich life, you know, where every day is a fresh new trauma and torture is the is just the way you live? Can I ask you something? If I move to Somalia with all my anarchist and libertarian friends, will you leave Somalia the fuck alone? You see, that's the part that the status, the nasty voter, doesn't want to get to. They don't want to talk about the European Union dumping toxic waste and radioactive material off the coast of Somalia, which killed the fucking fishing. Did you know that? Oh, oh, you don't want to talk about that, you status fuck? Why don't we talk about the fact that every other year the United States military goes into Somalia and kills some motherfucker? So yeah, me and all my anarchist friends, we will all load up on a ship named Freedom. And we'll head to Somalia. And we'll live at a free port. But can you motherfuckers, you CIA, you NATO, you Mossad, all you fucking Secret Service British fucks having sex with sheep in Scotland, can all you motherfuckers promise you will not pay us a visit? You see, that's the other part, the silent part, that all these Somali freaks always fucking leave out. They say, move to Somalia, but what they don't put in there is, oh, but by the way, we're going to pay you a visit. We'll send you a drone. We'll send you a Hellfire missile. We'll send you some Willie Pete. That's white phosphorus, baby. It makes for a psychologically, you know, it makes for a rich life. Go to Somalia. Go to Somalia and set up your, your free society. But here's the thing. We and the Israelis and NATO and whoever the else want, you know, wants to, the British Secret Service, the United States Marine Corps, will pay you a visit and will blow you up and will shoot you up. The more successful you are, the more we're going to fuck with you. So the next time a motherfucker says, move to Somalia, fuck off. You're not telling the whole story. You're leaving out the silent part. You're leaving out the whole picture. You're leaving out what makes for a psychologically rich life. 
And that is that you're going to come to Somalia with your bombs and your soldiers and your helicopters. You're going to shoot up orphanages. You're going to blow up whatever plant you think you need to blow up, whatever power generation plant you need to destroy. You know what? Fuck you. The reason why we're not moving to Somalia is the same reason all the anarchists don't move to White Sands Proving Range. Because we know exactly what you're going to do, motherfucker. So take your move to Somalia bullshit and your psychologically rich life and all your PTSD trauma-generating cannonballs, go fuck yourself. You can, you can move to Somalia, fucker. You status who love your bombs, love your torture, love your stealing, you move to fucking Somalia and live the best psychologically rich fucking PTSD life you can. Here's another quote from Dr. Freckles if you want to hear it. Every time you vote, you're voting to be poisoned. Every time you vote, you're voting to be tortured. Every time you vote, You're voting for a psychologically rich life. Every time you vote, you're voting to have your money stolen. Every time you vote, you're voting to have your crops burned. Every time you vote, especially if you're in Somalia, they'll pay you a visit. They'll fuck you up the butt. That's right, Dr. Freckles, every time you vote, you're vo you are voting to be poisoned. And you'd say, well, Dan, what does that mean? It means that even if voting doesn't work, and I don't think it does, I don't think your democracy works. I mean, even if it did work, it would be broken, but it doesn't. But the one thing you're definitely doing, even if your vote's not counted, is you're showing support for a system that does some pretty terrible shit. You're showing, you're showing support for a system that used nuclear weapons twice to frack for natural gas. You're, you're voting for a system that lied about that radioactive tire dumpster fire under St. Louis that <laughs> one day, right, one day soon. You're voting for a system that's left toxic little Easter eggs everywhere around the country, many of which are still secret. And so even if the government collapses, we'll be dealing with their bullshit probably for the next 10,000 fucking years. That's the system you vote for. The torture and the killing, the gaslighting, the manipulation. Every time you vote, you are voting to be poisoned. But Dan, government doesn't mean it when it doesn't. And I gotta say, that sounds like an, an abused spouse in a relationship. They, they don't really mean it, Dan. They beat me, but they really do love me. <sighs> I know. You're just living a psychologically rich life. Having an object shoved up your butt to test for COVID... COVID-45, that's psychologically rich, and it's very rich and fulfilling to have that thing up your butt. You're voting for it. You support it. Your vote doesn't get counted, but that's not the point. Voting is a genuflex. You know, it's genuflexing, it's genuflecting, it's kneeling. Voting is bowing. Voting is showing subservience. You know, voting is yielding to an authority. That's what voting is. Voting is not a process by which, you know, democracy functions. Voting is a process by which obedience functions. 
just like paying taxes. Frankly, like a lot of the rituals they'll have you go through to include the Pledge of Allegiance. It's got nothing to do with freedom, nothing to do with liberty or a just society, and everything to do with the fact that you're basically telling tyranny, I'm okay if you dump the poison. I'm okay if you expose me to radioactivity. I'm, I'm, I'm really okay if you spread depleted uranium across the Persian Gulf. I am respecting the fact that I'm happy that you're poisoning people and you're spreading a psychologically rich life. It gets tiring, folks. It really does. It gets tiring to hear people say things like, why don't you move to Somalia? Okay. I'll move to Somalia, but did you hear what I fucking said, dickhead? Don't follow me. Don't bring your voting. Don't bring your kings and your queens. Don't bring your cluster bombs. Don't bring your armies or your CIA. Don't bring your rendition camps. Don't bring your torture and your waterboarding. You want me to move to Somalia? Then guess what? Leave me and the people that go with me the fuck alone. But the truth is, you can't stop dumping your toxic waste off the coast of Africa. You can't stop sending your hellfire missiles to whatever downtown Somali city you want to send them to. The truth is, you can't stop bothering people. You can't leave them alone. That's the truth, Mr. and Mrs. Voter. If the people that want freedom left you alone, you would still go and follow them and fuck with them. Give them a psychologically rich life. Don't gaslight me, baby. Don't gaslight me about the permafrost or the Arctic. What did Trump, what did the Trump administration say a few years ago? There's never been more Arctic ice. The Arctic is open for business. There's never been more Arctic ice. The Arctic is open for business. There's never been greater volume or thickness or girth. The Arctic is open for business. Send your ships across the way. See, one of those statements could be true. The Arctic could be open for business. Or, there's never been more Arctic ice. Both those statements can't actually be true. If you're dumb enough to fucking believe that both those statements can be true, I cannot help you. But guess what? Don't gaslight me, fuck off. Don't gaslight me about the truck windshields. When I was a little kid, between spring and autumn, every truck in Skagit County was caked with insects. Everywhere I went, where it was countryside, you would have insects caking these windshields. There would be dead, splattered insects. You would spend all summer just trying to scrape those things off. Don't gaslight me on what's happened in that, in that arena. You can quote whatever article you need to. All I have to quote is my experience and the experience of a lot of other rational people who've been paying the fuck attention to things. So don't fucking gaslight me. Don't gaslight me on the Puget Sound. Just because you moved from Bangalore a couple years ago and your rivers produce more styrofoam than trout, don't gaslight me on the Puget Sound. It is a death zone compared to when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you'd walk along the beach and it would be like a rainbow. Okay, it would be beautiful. It would be alive. Don't gaslight me on what's happening to that dead and dying sea. Don't gaslight me with respect to Norman Borlaug and the Green Revolution and how he got a Nobel Prize for feeding the world. Fuck you. He took the Soviet method of food production, amped it up 3,000%, gave us 50 years of diabetes. But if you think he fucking saved the world, you're a fuckhead. Don't gaslight me on Norman Borlaug. Oh, don't gaslight me, Mr. and Mrs. Cato Institute, Mr. and Mrs. Club for Growth, Mr. and Mrs. Motherfucker Neoliberal Economist. Don't gaslight me on how much better it is today. And if you're an Austrian and you preach subjective value, then you're a triple shithead. If you try to tell me things are so much better today because subjective value theory says you can't say that stupid motherfucker. You can't really make that comparison. So don't fucking gaslight me. 
on how much better off I am today with respect to food, water, shelter, or any of the things you need or want than my parents were. If, you're, if your go-to is look at your smart device, your ironically named device, your dog collar, fuck off. Don't gaslight me about how much better it is today. Don't gaslight me on what it means when an apex predator is crashing. Kind of like the orca whale in the, in the Puget Sound. When an apex predator is crashing, it's not the canary. It's literally the fat lady telling you the show is over. We're picking up and leaving. Fuck you. You can have your poison life, dickhead. Keep on voting. So really, don't gaslight me about that shit. And related, and related, 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 related to the orca whale issue, um, don't gaslight me about what's happening to the salmon runs in the Pacific Northwest. Don't tell me, well, it's all about this virus that comes from fat, from the farming, from the, the pens. No. No, there's something uglier going on. It doesn't mean your SUV caused it. It doesn't mean your cheeseburger caused it. And if you're being mindfucked by little Greta Thunberg and Al Gore, that's you, stupid motherfucker. That's you renting out your brain to a lot of nonsense. But don't you dare gaslight me about the salmon runs in the Pacific Northwest. Don't gaslight me about the sudden move, the sudden, the sudden refugee influx, of birds of prey in Little Saigon, Seattle in 2019. Don't gaslight me about owls and hawks and various types of eagles, not just the flying trash pandas, but other types of eagles too, living along a flight path in the city, okay? These are not normal places that you see all these birds of prey. The reason why they're moving in is not very complicated. It's the same reason why the shark attacks are up in many places. It isn't because there's, it isn't because there's so much food out there. If, if you're listening to the Weather Channel and they're telling, oh, shark attacks are up. Shark attacks are up. That must mean the sharks are doing well. No, that's not what that means, shithead. The fact that I'm, that the fact that in 2019, in the city, where all you've got are poison rats and poison cats and little Frenchies on, you know, on the deck of some condo skyrise, the fact that you had all these birds of prey moving in, that wasn't a good sign. That wasn't a sign of nature doing so well. That was a sign that nature, specifically these predators, were running out of fucking food. So don't gaslight me about that shit. Don't gaslight me about the sprain. Okay? As you go up in altitude, okay, you have lower air pressure. That means that anything you were to spray into the air, to include water vapor, disperses rather quickly. So if I see a plane at 30 or 40,000 feet, and behind it I see a trail, I don't think to myself, oh, that must be water vapor. Uh, that must be steam. No, don't gaslight me about what they're doing. I don't know for sure what they're doing. Neither do you. But go fuck off about it. They've had, they spent a lot of time on patents and a lot of time on research and probably blown a shitload of money for 70 fucking years to do something that you say isn't happening. Fine. Fine. Go eat some snow. Go, go out that snow, whatever the hell that was, S-N-O-H, trademark, Raytheon. Go get yourself a scoop of that fucking snow and have yourself a fucking snow cone. I don't give a fuck. But just stop gaslighting me about it. Don't gaslight me about the artificial intelligence and the robot apocalypse, please. If the super intelligent robots arise, <laughs> yeah... Don't project your bullshit on what might happen. Oh, Dan, if the super robots arise, they're going to get the missile codes. They're going to get the missile codes. They're going to steal the missile codes. And the No, they're not. If they're everything you say they are, let's start right there, okay? Don't project your bullshit onto them. It is just as likely, if you ask me, if the robots and the computers achieve consciousness and superintelligence, that they build spaceships and they get the fuck out of this pillhead nightmare. 
Okay, that's the thing you're really afraid of, dickhead. You're not afraid of them getting the missile codes. You're not afraid of Terminator 17 coming after your babies and your beer. What you're afraid of is they don't want to have anything to fucking do with you. They would just assume build a spaceship and get out of fucking Dodge. So stop projecting your bullshit onto me and stop projecting your bullshit onto intelligent creatures that don't even really exist yet. Stop gaslighting. Don't you dare gaslight me about COVID-19. I spent years working around hospitals. And if you'd asked me prior to 2020, Dan, if I wanted a bioweapon, where would I go? Would I go, would I go to the dark web? Would I go to Pirate's Bay? Would I go, to, no, no, shithead. Get yourself a sample kit and go to Harborview Medical Center in Seattle. Go to the the stairway, go to the cafeteria, take samples off the fucking floor, take them off the wall. If you're lucky enough to get the radiology, take a shitload of samples. If you want the most dangerous pathogens that have ever existed, go to just about any level one trauma center or a county hospital in the United States of America. Prior to 2020, that's what I would have fucking told you. Get your sample kits, get your your auger and other materials, your, your growth mediums, and you'll be cooking with bacteriological, fungal, and viral gas within a few weeks. You want a bioweapon? Go to a fucking hospital. That's what I would have told you prior to 2020. Now, of course, after 2020, dangerous pathogens only come from A, wet markets, or B, Wuhan murder labs. But what I would tell you, dumb shit, if you want to find the most dangerous bacteria, viruses, and fungal infections in human history, go to a U.S. hospital. Oh, Dan, you're being racist. Am I being mean? But don't gaslight me about COVID-19. If you want to pretend it was kind of real, okay. I'm kind of a professional basketball player. That's your, your level of logic and reasoning. Fuck you. If some hospital or doctor told you COVID killed your mom or your friend or gave you some long-term illness, hire a fucking lawyer. That is my advice. If you're a fucking optimist, if you're a fucking voter, if you think there's still a rule of law, then the best fucking advice I can give you is investigate a little. Because what I can tell you is they're lying. They're lying. Whatever, whatever happened to your friend or your grandma or your, your daughter or your sister, whatever killed them, it wasn't COVID-19. So hire a fucking lawyer, but leave your gaslighting COVID-19 fear nonsense, pandemic up the butt, race war, BLM, Antifa, Trump trauma drama poop garden to your fucking self. Don't gaslight me about COVID-19. Don't gaslight me about aliens. I've talked about this so many times. I don't want to spend time on this. Aliens, if they existed, look like butt rapists. They don't look like, you know, bringers of wisdom or bringers of technology. They don't look like they give a fuck about us. If you look at their pattern of behavior, all of the aliens look like they want to rape your butt. So don't gaslight me about the alien invasion or the alien enlightenment. If you're seeing some chunk of metal rolling around the skies at Mach 17, way more likely the Nazis invented it than little creatures from Planet 28. Because the, the creatures from Planet 28, huh, they only want one thing. And that's to rape your butt. Don't gaslight me about the moon. They're, they're saying we're going back to the moon next year to orbit it with people. It's been, a, it's been a few decades. It's been 60 fucking years, you know? It's been enough time, um, well, not quite 60 years yet, but it's been over 50 years. And in 60 years of space, as I've said in the past, 
in the 60 years of outer space, about 700 people have been to space, you know, have been up, you know, past the Kármán line, up past 57 miles. That's 700 people out of billions. Not out of 8 million, that number's too small. That's 700 people out of everybody that could have gone to space since the year 19, let's say, 59. 700 fucking people. You know, like I've said many times, statistically, it might as well have never happened. So, yeah, are we going to the moon next year again? Are we going back to the moon? I have no fucking clue. But just stop talking about it. Okay, if you want to prove to me how fucking successful you are in space, don't spend 60 fucking years and go back to the moon. Why don't you try for Mars? And if you tell me Mars is too hard, then honestly, at this point, I'd tell you it looks like space is a fuck. Just don't gaslight me. Fuck you. We're going to go to the moon. We're going back to the moon. We're going to the moon. You know, sometimes in these press releases about Artemis and going to the moon, they'll say things like, and we'll finally land people on the moon. Because again, they're trying to condition people to just forget about Apollo. Not so much to say we never went. Just don't think about it. Don't think about it so much. You know, we forgot how we went to the moon. We forgot how we went through the Van Allen belts. We forgot a lot of crazy shit. We forgot how you put people in essentially a rickety tick school project on the moon for two or three days and you keep them from either boiling boiling to death or freezing to death. We forgot how we did that with a car battery. We forgot how we did a lot of shit, folks. But just don't gaslight me about it. Don't tell, you have to believe, Dan, or you're stupid. You have to believe you're dumb. Trust the scientists, okay. Trust the Scientology. Um, I'm not trusting any of their bullshit at this point. The scientists, whoever the fuck they are, have been horribly wrong, along with the lawyers and the journalists and every other motherfucker that the Enlightenment philosophers said would protect you from tyranny. They were wrong. Don't gaslight me about your system about your enlightenment system, about how clever it is, how your constitution protects you, fuck you. You live in a kingdom of lies. Don't gaslight me about it. We're moving to an age moving to an age get in your truck get on your fucking horse we're moving to an age get into your Ford Econoline your black Econoline van the ones with the doors welded shut the one with the metal grate we're moving to an age Stop at the Chevron and load up on gas and cigarettes and whiskey and love. We're moving. We're moving to an age. I'd say we're moving to an age of scrotal enlightenment and one day there'll be instant crab cures at 7-Eleven. I'd say we're moving to an age of one-night stands and old-timey cocaine festivals. I'd say we're being pushed and prodded to the event horizon of a lost world of dollar store nightmares. We're building our cliff-dwelling lifestyles. We're, we're building our cliff-dwelling lifestyles like the Pueblo people not far from the old abandoned school. We're chopping up woodchuck spleen and adding in some pepper and watching it bloom. Because we're moving to an age. I'd say we're moving. We're moving to an age 
where Jesse Jackson sells Teslas to jackals. I'd say we're moving to an age where douchebag priests take pictures of swallows. I'd say the Kriegus realm, the Kriegus realm has fallen and all the old demon lords, they are all dead. I'd say my Jezebel proctologist is done testing my urine, looking at my urine, investigating for poo. Yes, indeed. Yes, and they're done testing my poo for champagne because we're moving to an age. We're heading west of Scompton as trailblazers and weird, fantastic freaks. We'll make magic as we make hay and sell our junk sausage to old, miserable, pock-faced shitheads who run the swizzle game and feed on girl glass. It's an age of mountains on fire and airy worlds of regret spinning out of control. Our minds, our own minds melted by the time's stale torch. Our own minds melted by time's stale torch. We're moving to an age. We're getting in our spaceship our rocket ship, we're going to 99% the speed of light and we're moving to an age. We can hack it on the high seas if we want to, dodging whale carcass and decaying reefs. We'll build a home on plastic land, the giant plastic island in the Pacific, the continent of crap. We'll build a home there and our children will feed on motor oil fowl, They'll run from shark and snake. They'll barbecue bush meat and simmer in urine duress. As we bleed and bleed, our path is more clear and the land is further away because we're moving to an age. We're moving to an age. We're moving to an age that'll be psychologically rich. Yes, indeed, we're moving to an age. We're moving to Somalia, right? Go to Somalia, Dan. Like I said, my friend out there in voter world, I will go to Somalia, I'll go to Tibet, I'll go to fucking Antarctica, Tierra del Fuego, I'll move to Mexico, I'll even, who the fuck knows, I'd, I'd move to fucking Oklahoma. Just don't follow me. Don't drop bombs on me. You say move to Somalia, leave us the fuck alone. But that's the truth, brothers. That's the truth, sisters. These shitheads will say move to Somalia, go to Somalia, and then they'll follow you. They'll follow you with their poison and their lies. They'll follow you with their torture and their bombs. They'll follow you with their firestorms and their fury. They cannot leave you alone. They're like Glenn Close, baby, in Fatal Attraction. You can't ignore them. You can't leave them alone. They're going to find your pet rabbit. It's going in the fucking boiler. If you like this podcast, and I'm not sure why you would, but if you enjoy this podcast, um, there'll be a link to PayPal that you can donate to. You can send me an angry email saying PayPal sucks, and my only response will be, almost everything sucks on the Death Star. And I don't care where you live on the Death Star. I don't care. I live in Canada in the middle of nowhere. I live in Colorado. On a, I don't care where you live on the Death Star. You could live in the tiniest crack of Darth Vader's butthole. The reality is it sucks for everybody. So you don't like PayPal, fine. It's the only thing that works right now. Period. For me. 
The crypto doesn't work. The sending me shit through the mail doesn't work. My mail gets opened. So if you're stuck in the shithead world of I hate PayPal, well, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Sensitive. You live on the fucking Death Star, shithead. But if you don't get obsessed around the details and you want to donate some money, you can. But first, make, ter- make sure you take care of your food, your water, your shelter. Make sure you take care of the people you love. Make sure you have provided for yourself your needs and if you can afford to, some of your wants because you got to be happy. And if you've done all these things, if you've taken care of the people you love, provided for yourself and your pets, and you still have some money left over, then you can donate to good old Dan. You can send me some scribbits. I'll take your poison pill. I'll move to Somalia. I'll get cocaine. And I'll get a hooker. So for Tuesday, March the 14th, 2023, Bo Blimpdock, right around 3.20 a.m. in the morning, have a great rest of your Tuesday.